I'm Tyler Facemaker Dennering. I'm Connery Noodles Hansen. <laughs> and this is the franchise. The only podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises, big, small, uh horror, comedy, superhero <laughs> genre, perhaps. Ooh. And today we're talking about I guess you could call it Robert Rodriguez's follow-up to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Fifteen years later, we can be heroes. Yeah. I mean, what's-his-name isn't there. The main kid who's has God-level superpowers and uh, couldn't even get Taylor Lautner. And he's just a silent, angry man in this one. <laughs> he definitely is not Taylor Lautner in this. And uh, <laughs> no. it's a little bit of a bummer because I thought this would be more like directly a sequel. We'll talk about all of it. But, of course, we're joined by the sequel king himself, Jacob Padilla. Jacob leads by example, Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your superpower. Yeah. Oh, Jacob suicide run Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping ahead, but Jacob, your uh, your superpower is Jacob blinding optimism Padilla. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> when they can't see, that's when I make my strike. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, can't you see? You're more than just a simple flame. You're light. <laughs> I'm the light. That's my purpose now. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining us, Jacob. Uh, I'm glad you could be on because in part, I feel like we've been talking about Robert Rodriguez a little bit over text, mostly because of The Mandalorian, I guess. And now he's going to be working on that Boba Fett show. Mm. And I was like, perfect. I didn't even know this movie like came out. Like it's like his We Can Be Heroes came out on Christmas along with Soul and Wonder Woman 1984, mm. WW84, however it's styled. And, www.84.com uh, yeah soul was disney plus wonder woman was hbo max this was netflix and uh they mm. all have oh no not soul but two out of three have pedro pascal in it much like the mandalorian Ba-boom. he is the hero of 2020 very much so he's the dad of 2020 <laughs> yes the dad of 2020 this episode is dedicated to our Woke daddy mascot Pedro Pascal. It's <laughs> <Our woke daddy laughs> true. No, no, yeah. wait, hold on. Bill and Ted are our mascots. Pedro Pascal is like our god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we we have a deity now in our canon. That's good. Yep. Happy, happy to make Pedro our deity. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is dedicated to all the brave Muhajadeen fighters and all the potential future woke daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. Perfect. <laughs> but before we talk about the movie, Jacob, returning guest from Spider-Man 2, Pirates 2, uh, what was the other one? Oh, you know, uh, Batman Returns. Batman, Batman 2? Returns. <laughs> that was like not that long ago. Batman Returns. Yeah. Really <laughs> stacking up these sequels with Jacob. Mm-hmm. It was back in a strange time. But yes, I'm happy to be here. Happy. I'm always happy to return. Ooh. Ooh. But I'm uh, happy to be here again. <laughs> yes, much like Spider-Man Returns, the name of the second Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man 2, he's coming back. Spider-Man comes back. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I feel like an interesting vibe is going on right now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something weird going on with, I think, pointedly Jacob. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I'm just waiting for uh, the end to come. Oh, no. <laughs> the end of this episode? No. Are you vengeful that I asked waiting. you to be on <laughs> to talk about Weekend no, Heroes? No, I'm just, 
I'm on this like strange wavelength of of like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because we're in the new year now. Happy uh, New Year, everybody! Happy New Year! Happy I'm New just, Year's! I Here's Jacob blinding Optimism Padilla, <laughs> <laughs> having an emotional crisis as we can see. <laughs> oh God! 2021 will do that to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Jacob? Nothing. Well, other than the la- whole last year. <laughs> <laughs> last year. I think we should learn from past generations and repress everything that happened to us in 2020 and never speak of it again. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> or the children of today will save our future, just as this movie teaches us. That's right. Ooh, we should place all segue. our faith and responsibility on children and just completely <laughs> neglect it ourselves. There you hey, go. That's how it works on other planets. <laughs> yep. But before we get farther into We Can Be Heroes and farther into this year known as 2021, Jacob, what's new with you? <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm in a weird mood, because I've had so many mixed feelings about new movies that came out recently. Yeah. <laughs> Tenet, Wonder Woman, uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> well, you like Soul. I saw your review of Soul. You liked it. Yeah, you like yes. Soul. I very much like Soul. The middle of it was kind of like, uh, I'm not into this. Yeah. But I very much, very much love the ending of Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, teared up, of course. Especially just the that what it's saying in this time. Just, it was uh, profound. Yeah. And then, yeah, Wonder Woman was, in my opinion, not as great as the first one. <laughs> That's what a lot of people are saying. It's a very middling experience, apparently. Yeah, it just feels like... It's just taking up space, mm. kind of like Thor: The Dark World. Oof. Sucks. I'm comparing it to Thor: The Dark World. Shots fired at Malekith, the uh, space elf or whatever he is. Dark elf. Dark elf. And then Tenet. Usually, I try to be pretentious and pretend I understand the Christopher Nolan, but I just couldn't this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm full-heartedly willing to admit I did not understand. I've been. <laughs> I was literally. At forty five percent, following along with that movie, I think there's only one person that understands it ninety nine percent, and it's the director. Yeah. There's a percent Even... he's still unsure about. Yeah. Even like, his cast were like, "Look, this is the scene. This is what I got to do. I'm not sure about the rest of the movie." He just blows his own mind every night thinking about the movie. Yep. But, you know, in Tenet, there were some great action sequences. Mm-hmm. And it definitely would have been something I would have loved to see in theaters. Wonder Woman, too. There was some yeah. stuff I still loved in Wonder Woman. Yeah, I definitely still want to see Tenet in, like, true IMAX, if that's ever a possibility. Mm-hmm. And just, That'd like, not I'm think sure. about the movie at all. Just watch it. Because <laughs> I think <laughs> it's, like, mm-hmm. it's operating on that weird frequency of, like, it wants you to think about stuff a lot, but it also doesn't want you to think at all and not worry about it, you know? Mm. So it's giving you like two different messages. Yeah, which is pretty much what I did. I'm sure later when, later down the line, don't know how far down the line, when things get better and theaters are back in some sort of way, I'm sure they'll be releasing everything in theaters and giving them the treatment. Maybe, hopefully, I don't know. (sighs) (laughs) What is wrong? (laughs) This is jaded Jacob today. I don't know why. Well, hey, you process things like Letterboxd, for example, the website slash app where you log movies that I use incessantly. 
I used it to log everything at home, and I remember you would always just log movies that you saw in theaters, right? Mm, that's true. Yeah, yeah. At the time, it was just movies I saw in theaters. Now it's just movies I see for the first time. Yeah. Mm. I just think not seeing movies in theaters is taking a toll. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Well, I'm living. I'll live. That's just what I always say. Well, I'll, I'll live. thrive and survive somehow. I'm sure yeah, the exactly. theaters will bump back up and be something interesting, regardless, after all this is over. And Clone Wars is saving me, too. Oh, good. I'm almost to the newest season. I'm on the second to the last season, and it's really good show. I'm very happy I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I would. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I like Clone Wars. I never saw Resistance. I like it better than Rebels. And the last season of Clone Wars is really good. So I'm looking forward to The Bad Batch, which is like a spinoff. Right. But I was going to ask you for, since you have the professional opinion from being our Batman Returns guest, I was going to ask you how it compares to Wonder Woman 1984, but you seem kind of bummed out, so maybe we should talk about a movie that <laughs> you enjoy. No, that's a good question. I don't mind answering. Batman Returns compared to Wonder Woman 1984 in, in just regards... Uh, a superhero sequel regard yeah DC regards to how all the characters are like in batman returns basically is this inspired by a cutter's review on his letterbox <laughs> past and future guest i may have <laughs> talked about that i may have talked about this with past and future guest cutter white uh check out our kingdom of the crystal skull episode and uh the and the other one we did we had a, the, he's on uh oh yeah last crusade too yeah. i should probably mention the mm. one that doesn't have shia labeouf in it uh last crusade <laughs> last crusade that's the one the tax collector. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, Batman Returns to me. What did I say? I thought it was. <laughs> Go check I out our it, Batman Returns episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then remind me. Uh, I still like Batman 89 more, but I still very much enjoyed Batman Returns. What did I say? That it was a good expansion of him and his world. That sounds like and it. This, yeah, I, I guess Wonder Woman 84. Uh, I. <laughs> if anything we tried to do what batman returns did expand her world expand her mm-hmm. but i think that wasn't its intention but it was just wasn't a landing the way it, it needed to mm. but like i said in my review what saves it is you know wonder woman herself uh, gal gadot's performance and then just wonder woman being wonder woman in the movie despite her weird love thing going on in that movie What's her weird love and thing? I know they were going with a quantum leap sort of thing with uh, <laughs> with Steve Trevor, where he's, yeah, I'm in somebody else's body. Let's go with it. And I, I went with it, but at the same time, I'm like, that's still some other dude that you're possessing. It's, it's yeah, it's pretty creepy. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen the movie. I hate that a lot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> One movie you don't mind being spoiled, I guess. <laughs> no, I the thing is I don't really care that like super a lot about spoilers, especially when the movie's kind of just like meh, like apparently Wonder Woman eighty four is. So mm. yeah, that's kind of lame. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I knew that wasn't really him, even from the trailers. But oh. eh. but yeah, if anything, all I always recommend it to people to make up their own minds. So I would still recommend to watch it, Connery, just mm. to see what you might like in it. Probably. I love Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig was great. Yeah, everyone's saying she's doing a good and... job. I was bringing up Batman Returns mainly. I, I forgot you hadn't seen it, Connery, but basically there's a lot of like just character work in this movie that is very much like the Penguin-Catwoman-Batman dynamic. <laughs> That's funny. And Steve Trevor comes back in a way, and it's just like, hmm, what if Wonder Woman fell in love with Max Lord instead? 
Huh. That would be like Catwoman. But I guess we should uh, transition over because nothing sounds greater and ages better than three dudes talking about Wonder Woman. True. <laughs> so, Connor, what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? Uh, per Epiphany's suggestion last week, I've been watching the show Sweet Home, which is this uh, Korean drama show about this group of people that get locked down in their apartment complex and everyone starts turning into monsters and it's kind of up to like this select group of people to try to escape and or survive as everyone turns these horrific monsters around them oh wow that sounds like your jam it is it is kind of my jam it's i'm listening to the dub version that probably let's go blasphemy but i i just i'm tired sometimes and i've been a little bit of an anime kick recently and i'm like after reading subtitles or solo, I'm like, I'm just going to listen to the dub version so I can just kind of relax. Are the dubs any good? No, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but the monsters are crazy. It's, it's a really fun ride. And then I've also been playing the first Dark Souls, which I finally decided to take a crack at. And it's hard. Like, the games should be. But it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a TJ game? Uh Dark Souls? No, I just I don't like video games designed to stress me the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kept on uh, Jacob. I think and me were talking about Ghost of Tsushima, and then we were talking about um, from Software's Sick. other samurai samurai work called um, Sekiro. Mm -hmm. And Jacob's like, oh, "I look so cool." I'm like, "You'd probably like it a lot. It's just really, really hard." <laughs> and he was like, "No." Yeah, I play everything on like casual mode now. <laughs> yeah that's the problem with those happier. games you can't... i'd rather complete something than like keep getting like challenged in a game mm -hmm. i just don't want to try anymore for something that i paid for <laughs> yeah i don't want to try <laughs> but uh uh going back to dubs connery what i like to do mm -hmm. um i don't watch a lot of anime but with I, i've seen a lot of older godzilla movies and i like <laughs> to put on the dubs and put on the english subtitles on because it's usually a better transcript of the original script Oh. And I like to compare to like I like to compare what the act like the dub is saying the voiceover actor mm -hmm. is saying compared to what's written on the page and whatever the dub usually is is way sillier and weirder than if they just like took the script you know yeah that's pretty or they try to Americanize things and they just like put in the word baseball and stuff I'm just like what are you there... what are you doing like it's just really strange a... but it's always pretty fun <laughs> it does that is so good I'm gonna try that out for sure now that sounds funny <laughs> but. Yeah, especially with, the, like, the zany, like, 70s Godzilla movies. Like, the first mm -hmm. Godzilla is, like, so good and should definitely be seen in the original version in Japanese and everything with subtitles. But mm. there's a lot of goofy 70s Godzilla movies, so you could definitely <laughs> do that with those. Yeah, there's um, a part that I'm, like, I'd especially like to see what the subtitles maybe say because the one of the characters' family dies in, like, his backstory and but he's real dick about it because he goes to their funeral and he throws down this like little wad of money. He says thirty million yuan. That's all you give me. How am I supposed to live? And I looked up what the ratio was like U.S. dollars. That's four million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. And so I was I was like, that's a lot of money. You're a petulant brat. <laughs> but I'm not sure if he's if the if the dub is just wrong and it's not. And it's actually like maybe because for that a little wad of money, I don't think thirty million could fit in that. So I'm like. It might be more like thirty thousand or something, probably. <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, it was like thirty million yen. Why is this guy being such a dick? He got four million dollars. Like, geez, Louise, you can start a whole life with that. Is this a Korean show? I think so. But is, is you want something else? It might be Chinese. Yeah, you want sure. is. So it's Juan. 
one. That's okay. So, you can edit it, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's fine. Like I said, I, yeah. I don't live there. I'm fairly ignorant. I can get a little slap on the back of the head. <laughs> I'm confident are... with being ignorant. <laughs> well, I mean, if no. I don't know, and then, then you corrected kidding. me politely, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, noted. <laughs> yeah, I know. I we know. are all learning together. Yes. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> learning to walk again. again. Tyler. Ten-year anniversary of that song this year. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. 20th year, but it's in Thor and nothing else. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's all it's Thor been. came out ten years ago too. Ooh. In May. Oh, speaking of Thor, you guys, did you hear that we found out who Christian Bale's playing in Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, it's this like uh alien guy. It's yeah, not the, the Minotaur man. monster guy. No, I was really upset about that. I thought he'd be a wonderful Roxon, but no. He's just being a Gore the God Butcher. He's gonna have a good time. He is elaborate on that, Connery, for those who don't know who Gore the God Butcher is. Gore the God Butcher is a character made by comic writer Jason Aaron, and he has an artist whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to try to do it on here. It's very hard. But Gore the God Butcher, basically, his family was murdered because of the gods, and he decides to take his anger out on the gods after being this mortal alien. And he gains more and more power throughout his little journey, and he gets something called the Necroblade, and it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. And the Necroblade might actually be a symbiote, which is interesting. Ooh, Venom. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know about that, where it's like, now all the symbiotes are, like, from a planet, and there was, like, a blacksmith who, like, created the symbiote or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a, what's called, the King in Black is coming now with uh, Donny Cates. Donny Cates. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a writer who loves his emo stuff, but he's really cool. He's good at his, he's good at his thing. Did you say mm, emo? Emo writers. I said emo. <laughs> Sounds like I need to read it. Yeah, you'd probably like it a lot, actually. His Venom <laughs> run is spectacular, and King in Black is just pushing it even further. Uh, I'm just ever... looking forward. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler, go for it. Oh, no, I was just going to say, if you ever get uh, the single issues of that Connery and hand it over to me, <laughs> sure. uh, just make sure you say, now dig on this, and then hand it to me. <laughs> and I'll snap, and I'll walk away. <laughs> I mean, I'll do like a heel turn more likely, and I'll just like start like grooving away. And then you just yell to nobody in general. <laughs> Can I get I some more of these cookies while you're on the phone? <laughs> I am please, the venom. Can you, please, can you please buy a wig so you can have your hair? <laughs> Connery, Connery, if, if if everything's open by Halloween, can you please be Peter Parker from Spider-Man Three for Halloween? please oh, I'll pay wow <laughs> actually it's easier for jacob to do it he's he he always uh you're right he always has toby Maguire thirst traps that work for me only <laughs> when he posts on i'll do it we should the three of us maybe just be different eras of spider-man that might be fun <laughs> we should all be emo spider-man yeah we all be three different peter parkers you guys could be spider-man one and two and i'll be spider-man three <laughs> connery I'll, I'll bulk up and uh you'll shave your beard and i'll mm. be sandman thomas hayden Ooh. church and you'll be paul giamatti the rhino oh that's perfect <laughs> i'll make Alyssa make a giant foam rhino suit for me <laughs> yeah we'll build a giant rhino suit for you and we'll both be carrying wine so it'll be like a sideways reunion beautiful <laughs> And we're not drinking any fucking Merlot on Halloween, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no fucking Merlot. God damn. Uh, what are we talking about again? Jake, J- 
Jacob can be Electro. Uh, okay, what's new with me? I mean, what's yeah. new with me? Um, well, Nintendo website had a or the Nintendo shop another sale. So Civilization Six's expansion packs were half off. So I got that, Ooh, and that was oh, a mistake because I'm playing it again too much, and like it's at the point where I'm not even like having a lot of fun. I'm just like gotta keep fighting this thing because they attacked me first, and it just like is really tedious sometimes. But it's pretty fun. And I watched the Shawshank Redemption for the first time ever last oh, night. Oh, wow. The first time ever? Yeah, I just never got around to seeing it. Lily's just like, you've oh never seen like she. I, I mean, she already knows I haven't seen it, but she's just like put it on. Yeah. And then I think she went in yes. the other room and I was watching it alone. But I'm like, this is really good. Right? It's You're awesome. It? Oh, yeah. Get busy living or uh, get busy dying. <laughs> yeah. What was it like watching it at this point in your life instead of throughout your life with your family having it on on cable in the background? Yeah, on TDS. Um, or TNT. TNT, sorry. <laughs> I think I like prison movies a lot, and I almost right. like prefer to watch them just like alone. Oh, okay. I don't know. Prison movies in general are kind of like just the most like male pain movies to me. Very much. Mm. So I'm just I like, well, I may as well just like it's like I have to be in a specific mood, but then I really like vibe on it, and it's just like I don't ever want to go to prison. This is horrible. But like, it's also <laughs> it's always it's kind of always you know putting that blind optimism out there it's always a possibility <laughs> that is optimistic in some perspective yeah. <laughs> well i mean andy was was innocent look what happened to him yeah it's just yeah that's just one of the biggest things that that movie teaches is life is unfair and we just need to learn how to get through it yeah when it is or you eventually like got to make it fair exactly just like what andy did mm-hmm. one of the one of the best endings in cinematic history i yeah, cry yeah. every time mm, it's a great it's good it's good <laughs> it's good it gets a four and a half stars turns out the shawshank redemption is good uh, <sighs> but i'm glad you liked it yeah it's very good i don't think it's available anywhere to rent right now but no we can be heroes and shark boy and lava girl in 3d are both on netflix right now Mm-hmm. <laughs> 3D. <laughs> well, 3D. It's not on. It's not in 3D on Netflix. I know I it's. Think. It's just funny because it was. I think I saw this movie in theaters, but it's funny when all these movies that came out when they were doing that for the first time, like all oh, these movies are in 3D. So they have those obvious moments where they're doing the 3D thing where they're like, "Look over there," and they're like pointing the hand <laughs> like right through the screen and. All the floaty them. stuff that they spit at you. and <laughs> Yeah, Jacob, let's get into it. What's your personal relationship with the Avengers of Sharkboy and Lava Girl in 3D, the franchise, and just Robert Rodriguez in general? Well, first off, I'd like to say I'm a little bit surprised you guys aren't doing Spy Kids. Or was that just the luck of the draw? Yes, this is luck of the draw, just because this thing mm. we thought was would be close, closer tied to Sharkboy and Lava Girl than it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's also it's just something new that's out that's franchise related so it's like hey we may as well try to be topical i mean i love spy kids yeah um but yeah, we will get to it and i guess this is a weird place to start with all the robert rodriguez stuff because <laughs> all of his movies are franchises basically like self-made franchises besides alita battle pretty Eagle. much so and that's gonna become a franchise so yeah hopefully I we'll probably I like delete battle angel yeah, me too. That movie's badass. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'll start with my relationship with Robert Rodriguez. I remember when I was little, uh, I didn't really care for him. <laughs> it's funny, his movies always kind of were too corny for me, or they were too cringy, or like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get him. I didn't care for him. 
It was only until I got older when I realized what kind of filmmaker he was. One of the pioneering 90s indie filmmakers that he gave himself his own start. He apparently sold his body to science so he could fund his first movie ever, El Mariachi. Whoa. And he's a prolific Mexican director as well. And I needed to definitely give him my respect for that as well, for being a Latino filmmaker. And doing whatever what he's been able to do alongside all the rest of the Latino filmmakers. But I remember when I was little, I didn't get him. But then as I got older and I was watching more of his films, Sin City was something I actually enjoyed more because that's just a cool story. That's probably one of my favorite movies of his, probably my top five. Nice. And then as I got older, I watched the rest of his movies like Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, even the Spy Kids trilogy. Like I need to rewatch them now, but... Um, once upon a time in Mexico, I remember watching again when I was older. I was like, you know what? Considering what he's doing, how he's doing all this practically himself, this actually is very impressive. Still, nonetheless, it's cool what he's always trying to do. He's always trying to bring new ideas. He's always trying to experiment with filmmaking. He's always, he's, he has a love for filmmakers. He's, he praises filmmakers. Remember when we went to the John Carpenter? Halloween event, Tyler, and yeah. we actually hung we hung out afterwards for his like show where he talks to filmmakers. Like it was cool seeing him talk to John Carpenter. Well, it was like an episode that played on the screen, but it was cool seeing him talk to him like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just uh, I respect him for him being an in the trenches sort of filmmaker. I guess him wanting to like be very hands on with everything, which I feel like I'm that kind of filmmaker, or I at least very much want to be. I'm very hands on, and I very much want to be a part of all the processes of filmmaking as much as possible. And that's why I think I have an admiration for him because he loves to be like that in all of his films from all the way from the little small ones of El Mariachi and Desperado all the way to Alita Battle Angel. It's probably his probably his biggest freaking movie he made so far. Yeah, that's a I mean, yeah, James Cameron trusted him to do it. So that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like pretty cohesive considering like, I don't know, like Terminator Dark Fate, which I liked what tim hill directed that but it was like it definitely seems from interviews and stuff that james cameron was like maybe overbearing about <laughs> that movie uh Alita battle angel yeah. seems like a breeze a little bit better yeah and i think Alita battle angel is the first movie he's ever made which has a dp that's not him because he shoots wow. all his own movies yep yeah i was talking about that in the last episode on shark boy and lava girl he's like the a camera operator dp editor contributed to the score producer like basically everything either him or his family they're like yeah very much in it dang like his ex-wife is still producing all of his movies to this day oh Oh, i didn't know that but yeah just his stuff is pretty wide-ranging too like i really he's kind of like uh what's what's a better way of saying two-face like (laughs) that's a terrible way to describe (laughs) him but like he'll do very violent movies like sin city and like machete and eclectic yeah, and then he'll do, yes. or should I just say machete? <laughs> Did that sound disingenuous when I said machete? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Spy Kids. <laughs> Spy Kids, machete. It sounds weird if I say machete. <laughs> you could say machete. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is, this is all going over so great. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, that, that trailer voice guy that he uses, machete. <laughs> Oh, he machete, machete kills that guy. Remember the trailers that he usually has for his, his grindhouse trailers. He yeah. has that trailer, that grindhouse trailer voice guy. He calls Machete Machete. So that's okay. Fine. Well, let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> 
he makes really violent movies like Machete and uh, Sin City, and and he'll also make like kids movies that just it's mm-hmm. it's crazy like the difference and stuff like incre like in uh like just a lot of green screen on these kids movies that like doesn't look <laughs> real at all, and then he'll do something like that feels more grounded in terms of being in the world, but also incredibly pulpy. Yeah, yeah. Truth. Connery has no comment. No, not really. <laughs> I feel like I, I've seen Sin City, which I enjoy. I like Lead of Battle Angel. Spy Kids, I really liked when I was a kid. That was probably my thing where I was like, yeah, Spy Kids is cool. But You know my issues with Spy Kids? Mm. I remember at the time when I was little, I was insecure and bullied a lot. for like. So I always kind of avoided stuff meant for kids. Mm. I always wanted to look at the adult action stuff to make so I could get a, a cooler sense of how I played on the playground. <laughs> <sighs> Like backflips on the playground and stuff. <laughs> if I came up to you and I, and I said, I'm one of the thumb henchmen, you're like, Well, no, I, what's, I'm what's I'm Brandon Frazier from the mummy. I Brandon Fra- <laughs> oh, <laughs> But no matter what I did, kids would still say, Oh, look at him, he's playing Power Rangers. <laughs> and I'd be like, God dang it, they still don't think I'm cool. They still don't think but whatever. Anyway, yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm too harsh on the Spy Kids movies because mm. I've always avoided stuff meant for kids, when really it was perfectly fine. Yeah. So as you were saying, Connery, sorry to have interrupted you so rudely. It's okay, I'll, dog. Don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll get the whip. But I'll get the whip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I require penance. Um, but... <laughs> Jacob Badia, who was not raised Catholic. <laughs> I was. I was. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I <bad>. was. <laughs> That's where the guilt's come. Yep. <laughs> but Connery, as you were saying, that's back. <laughs> yeah. As I was saying before, you reminded me of my own Catholic guilt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Catholic guilt podcast. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy Spy Kids. He's a very interesting director to me where I – at times, I'm like, oh, I don't like anything. Like, like Sharkboy and Lava Girl, I was really like, wow, I didn't enjoy watching this much at all. Mostly because very understandable. But uh, I'm also like, I'm a grown man and I'm watching a kids show, so it's kind of like there is unacceptable that, for me to even be <laughs> like, this movie yeah. is trash because it's it's meant it's aimed at children and this movie's aimed mm-hmm. at children too. So when you guys are like, did you enjoy watching? I'm like, no, I didn't. But did I think a <laughs> child would enjoy watching this? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the heart is there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. absolutely there. You can see, you're like, especially at the end, there's points where I'm like, this is cute. It, it, it's good. It's good for children. Mm-hmm. It's, however, me, a 27-year-old man, is sitting there being like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, what's even more wild is that Sin City came out the same year as Sharkboy and Lava Girl. So I think I was wow. definitely, like, trying to watch Sin City. I think I remember not being able to watch it because, like, my parents rented it. It's one of those movies where I saw from my room, you know, like, I wasn't watching the whole thing, but I would, like, go into the kitchen you're like peering go through the living room and my parents would like pause it and stuff so that like i wouldn't be watching it you know oh, man because i think it was during nancy's cowgirl dance you're like hell yeah <laughs> played by mickey rourke yeah i'll have to reread all the sin city comics before we do that yeah you should yeah the sin city comics are great that's frank miller dog mm-hmm. yeah i definitely need to check those out too but yeah i definitely understand what connery was saying about well, both of you are saying about how uh, Robert Rodriguez, another reason I admire him, him being wanting to do whatever, I, every genre. Like mm-hmm. in the same year, he could release a kids movie and then a really hard R, violent, pulpy movie. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. 
That's very good. It shows he has he has control over his personality, I would say, where he's like, I can be fun, but also mm-hmm. I can get down and dirty, but I can be fun again. Exactly. I feel like just a couple years ago, I felt like his career was kind of over, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, he was definitely hitting, like, a dead end. Like, I started watching Machete Kills one time on Netflix, never got through it. I'm like, yeah, this just isn't the same. Like, I like the first one. It wasn't great. And Sin City yeah, 2 came great. out the year after that, and that's just very boring, honestly. Mm. I didn't like it. Yeah. Either. There's just not much going on there, and but then he comes back with Alita Battle Angel. We talked about mm-hmm. um, over text and stuff how he directed the episode where Boba Fett shows up finally in, in Mandalorian Season 2. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it. But, um... Ba-boom. He, uh... Yeah, and, like, we were talking about, like, I was saying, like, oh, I don't really like how they shot the action. It feels very, like, out of place and, like, sloppy at points. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. more I think about it, like it has its own character and like it's it feels like there's a director there and it's not necessarily like his editing style is pretty like a little jumpy sometimes and i don't think that's necessarily bad with the action and everything like the more i realize like like i was talking about shark boy and lava girl too like there's some good fight scenes in this like kids movie <laughs> you know but um after talking about it more and seeing more of his stuff recently i'm just like oh yeah i am looking forward actually to like that like i think he's a perfect fit to do the boba fett show like he's going to be one of the executive producers he'll probably direct a couple episodes yeah he gave boba fett that really cool fight sequence with his like uh maori war staff or whatever that thing's actually called it was pretty sick well that was a tuscan raider staff oh that's what it was maori fighting styles mm, nice cool either way i liked it it's a big club <laughs> and it's a big stick just <laughs> whack the shit out of people with <laughs> so how'd you feel about this movie jacob we can be heroes we can be heroes just for one, just one day yeah for a kids movie it's not too bad my little brother uh my baby brother came by the other day and i was about to watch this and he was super excited to watch it Aww. but he wanted to fast forward to like a fight scene <laughs> and so we, we i pretty much just i fast forwarded to the fight scene and then he was able to watch it but i i didn't want to be spoiled so i had to leave the room (laughs) (laughs) so the biting presidential satire wasn't really working for your little brother (laughs) no he wanted to see the the aliens fight the heroes and all that that's fair which is mostly what i wanted to watch too (laughs) i'll be honest with you mr president i didn't vote for you <laughs> and then, like, making Facemaker just, like, say, like, really out of context, just like, this guy can't even talk. Why did they ever make him president? Yeah, God. I, I hated him the most, I think, out of everybody. It was, it was a hard Facemaker? race, but he yeah. won in the end. I mean, I think yeah. all the kid actors are, like, honestly very good in this movie. He's definitely, like, a weak point. And I don't, I don't mean to just talk about, like, crap on a kid. Yeah, right? But, like, it's the lines he's given. I was like, it was, like these are yeah. just shitty. It's just bad dialogue. Yeah, it's not it's... even him. Because he's, like, a good actor, too. The kid who plays Facemaker. He just yeah. also has a terrifying yeah. power that, like, they'll CG his face and I'll be like, ugh, stop doing that. <laughs> I can't imagine him as a superhero. I can imagine him as, like, a Constantine-esque, like, con man, which I was like, I feel like that's his future narrative arc. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. He's mostly comic relief in this. Yeah, that's his job. Maybe that's why he's so cringy, where it's like he is designed to try to make you laugh. Or how about this line that uh, Priyanka Chopra says about uh, calling the president? They, he's the only one that can give permission for them to like launch all the superheroes, and then the other person right. says, it's before noon, he'll still be asleep. 
<laughs> Does Trump do that? I, I didn't really know. I mean, I don't think he works at all. Wait, <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, is he not? Oh, God, I don't even want to get into this. Maybe there's like a fucking... I think so, actually. Yeah, I think he's gone now. No, it'll be the 17th. <laughs> ah, balls. All right. <laughs> Three more days until uh, either we have a new president or something horrible happens. Yeah. I guess we'll maybe not have a show if we all go Mad Max. That'll be fun. Or maybe maybe we can go full Apocalyptian, Tyler. We can be radio wave personalities. You just have to hijack a radio station. <laughs> yeah, from the Super Mutants. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be us. <laughs> go hang out in New Vegas on like Black Rock Mountain or whatever it's called. Exactly. <laughs> I'll help you take over K-Rock. Thank you. That'll be good. I feel like that'll be an easy get, too. They did my boys, Kevin and Bean Dirty. Mm. <laughs> so it's the mission of vengeance for you more so than anything else. Yeah, I'm the guy who's in it for the revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start with this movie? I feel like we're just tiptoeing around it. Connor, you need to. You, I need your opinion first because I need something to feed off of yeah. and combat because you didn't like this movie. No, I didn't like this movie. I thought she'd have powers as well. I thought they'd awaken at some point in this movie, but her being Batman's also fine by me. Like in Sky High? Yeah, like in Sky High. Oh, I forgot to watch that again before talking about this, because I like Sky High. Sky High is good. I didn't care about Sky High. I'm sorry. (laughs) I like, uh, well, everyone keeps saying like, oh, like, uh... Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> just a long pause. Yeah, that's what they say about Sky High. You're right. It's just nothing usually. <laughs> I forgot her name. Everyone keeps talking to like Missy, the, the like protagonist of the movie, Missy Moreno, who's the daughter mm-hmm. of Pedro Pascal's character, Marcus mm-hmm. Moreno. But he's he's like a master swordsman, and everyone's always like, "Uh, Missy, you don't have any powers." It's like, did he have powers? Yeah, he has like, magnetic is he, powers. Is he innately good at swords? Like. Yeah, the swords come to his hands. Yeah, I wasn't oh, sure what his he's powers Magneto. were. He has, he's Magneto. He has magnet powers. Okay. Yeah, that's what one of the kids say really offhandedly. Like, you don't have magnet powers like your dad. Is that what that was referring to? Yeah. I, I thought so. Mm. Honestly, it'd be pretty great if Mr. Electric was in this like as a good guy. <laughs> That'd be pretty rad. I'd be into that. Just George yeah. Lopez just shooting electricity. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more, Connery. Pretty uh, much the same feelings for Shark Boy and Lava Girl for this movie. It's a kids movie that mm-hmm. you're a 27 year old man watching a kids movie. Yeah. So <laughs> we all are. We all are. Yes, yeah, so we're, we're we're all in the same boat. So it's just Tyler's yeah. decision to be like, I'll have whimsical fun with this, and you can be like, Oh, I'm watching a kids movie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll never make us watch another kids movie. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because Connery's too that. much of a big grown man with a big beard to enjoy this movie. <laughs> If only all kids' movies can be like Batman Mask of the Phantasm. (laughs) (laughs) If only they could talk about relationships and love and the crushing weight of expectations you place on yourself. (laughs) And dealing with family death. (laughs) Yeah, dealing with family death. Uh, Now, there's this movie that that really resonated with me as a child, (laughs) and that's truth. But I do understand what Connery's saying, because there are kids' movies that are focused on children but are still... Not cringy. Yeah, like like I, I like <laughs> a lot of Disney animated movies. I like a lot yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. I said I literally just said I like I like Spy Kids. <laughs> I think I can watch yeah. that and I find think... joy in watching Spy Kids. Look, it's mm-hmm. been a while since I've seen Spy Kids, but I feel like this is on par. I feel like it all is. the kids in this yeah. are good, and it's not very cringy. The whole movie, just the stuff like trying to make like just kind of 
boring satire on Trump. It's just kind of like, yeah, all right, like so... it's only some small parts too. It's not like a lot of it, but mm-hmm. um, maybe it's boring satire so that kids can get it. Like, oh, he's talking about Trump. Oh, Trump sucks. Trump does yeah. suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but we we meet the kids, and that's a interesting group of superpowers. I felt feel really bad for the kids who are like the definite disappointment to their parents that are in that vault. <laughs> Like wheelchair kid and the slow kid. Yeah, slow mo boy and the wheels, as they just call him wheels. I like that his superpower is that he's like my muscles are literally too strong for my body, which I was like, (laughs) I'm not sure if he's just saying that or if that's really his thing. Yeah, me too. I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, I I was waiting for there to be a part in the movie where he just like kicks someone from his chair and they just like explode because his muscles are too long. That's also I need an anime moment with him. Everybody's and he stands up and it just the earth shatters beneath him like a big anime (laughs) moment. But just I was like, nah. That's such a trope too of like calling like the superhero character in a wheelchair like wheels. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I know that he talks about a little bit in this movie. Like it's like, oh, like. I think it's actually a really cool name. I'm like, all right. Yeah, uh, like that, that's good. I mean, you put off-road wheels on your wheelchair, so that's fun. It's probably offensive. I don't know. Eh, it's whatever. Well, He's accepting probably. who he is. If Anne Hathaway got shit for the witches, I'm sure, I don't know, maybe he'll, I mean, I'm sure what? something will. Tyler, you saw the witches, right? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently their true form is like they have like mutated hands and they look like monsters, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, apparently the movie and Anne Hathaway got uh, in trouble with the community with the birth defect with their arms. Yeah. Where they pretty much, they do unfortunately look similar to the witch's true forms. Mm. And then Anne Hathaway and the production had to apologize for making it look monstrous and stuff. Why is it Anne Hathaway's fault? Yeah, it's that thing, but it's, it's good that she still apologized, but it's just tricky with, like, not knowing enough compared to like it's i feel like these things are easy to avoid Mm -hmm. it's it's very easy to be conscious of this sort of stuff like i think that's what this movie was trying to do Mm -hmm. with wheels well first of all i think i was wondering if wheels was an homage to x-men because with with wolverine's little joke of what do they call you wheels yeah but um and he's kind of like professor x character anyways and he is yeah yeah exactly and then it was really it was really uh, touching when his dad, Miracle Man, is watching his son be amazing, and then he's like, "He's a miracle." Mm-hmm. That was really cool. It's good, yeah. That that's a nice little bit. I'm like, because oh, I, I had to kind of connect the dots of whose kid was who, and I was like, I wonder if Miracle Guy's kid is the kid, one the wheelchair, or is he the one with all the superpowers? Yeah, there was the OP kid. There was a time at the end when uh, Techno is like, "Yeah, look at how cool my kid is," and then Miracle Man is that his name, Miracle Man? His name is Miracle Guy. Yes. Miracle Man is a very tragic comic book hero by Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I was confused. I'm like, oh, is God. it the same night? <laughs> so Techno says, like, oh, my kid's so great. And then Miracle Guy or whatever is like, oh, I'm too busy looking at how cool my kid is. And then they, like, have a look or something. And it's just like, wait, yeah. are they parents? Like, I couldn't. But then they weren't. Like, I thought they were a couple or something that, like, they Aww. just said that at that point to, like, show you that they were. But then they weren't. I feel really yeah. bad for the kid that's stuck in slow motion. So do I. So much. That was kind of my greatest source of pity throughout this entire movie. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this poor guy." He seemed happy, and his, his I mean, yeah, him he's and his just... dad have a great relationship and everything. I don't know. I yeah, they're him. very solid. They're very. They have a very solid. It was just more and more. I was. I was. I was like, "Oh man, 
Oh man, I hope he breaks out or at least control learns like maybe like widen his like temporal distortion field where he can make other people slow down too. I'm like, he could be a really cool superhero. I'm like, that sounds fun. But Guppy was the best one. Guppy was the best one. She had Grayson had that same problem with her R's when she was that age, so I was just laughing the entire time. <laughs> water. <laughs> water. I need water. You mean she was from New Jersey? She was from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Need some water. And I feel like the stretch kid was like clutch every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had like the most powers. <laughs> Just the sound yeah, that the happens MVP. when he moves, though, is kind of gross. It's like, sounds like a stretchy hot dog or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the sound effect they use. But he Noodles stretchy was the most useful, dog. probably. Like, just in terms of pure power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has a lot of a... Uh... Um, what's it called utility he's a very much a utility hero where yeah. you, can, you can stick him in any situation he'll be useful he's a utility player guppy's a heavy mm-hmm. that can also build keys out of water and ninja right. stars <laughs> <laughs> yep she's definitely a heavy the little girl playing guppy i think she was she was just really great yeah i thought she did the best of everybody i was like this girl's great she's charming give her her own show and just anytime she has to like be like Rawr! Like as a shark mm. and everything, and like riding on a big water shark and stuff. Like she's just really mm. into it. So yeah, I I, I never felt she disingenuous was. with her. I always yeah. thought whenever she did something, it was cute or just funny or fun. And I was just like, this she's doing great. She's having fun. Yeah, it was like legit. Oh, yeah. And I, I think Rodriguez is like really good at directing kids, which is not what every director is good at doing. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> Speaking of noodles, when they're trying to escape and he gets tall, that's like one of my favorite things ever. Like not this part in this movie but just like when two kids are in a trench coat basically to be an adult (laughs) like what bojack horseman's mr adult man right you you beat me to that punch i was about to be like bojack horseman (laughs) and he just gets all tall because he has stretchy powers he he says greetings fellow (laughs) grown-ups they're like yes hello and i think that's a call to steve buscemi saying greetings fellow kids that means yes the rewind and fast forward, I liked them as well. I thought they were kind of cool. And it got me thinking about I want her I want rewind and fast forward along with the girl that sings to have like a strange cosmic time warping adventure where they have to fight some sort of unknowable being because her singing really low. I'm like, no, imagine they find the eternal terrifying song and they have to traverse all through time and space to stop it from singing. Maybe they'll be in a Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. what I was thinking. I'm excited for that movie. That sounds fun. The most LSD-driven ch- kids movie ever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, The Girl That Sings was probably the one that bothered me the most. Really? If, I feel like yeah. that would be your power if you were a super-powered kid. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I was that child that was really annoying with singing. And then I kind of realized, it's kind of annoying when I sing all the time, so I don't do it so much anymore. <laughs> So it's just like you didn't like the kid because of rampant self-hatred. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me she of something. Like... I was like, I did this. It's annoying. I know it's annoying. I feel it's annoying right now. I liked it. No, it annoyed me too a little bit. <laughs> I liked her powers. She was like really high and then like really, really low, which is fun. <laughs> it's because she's full of herself. That that's That's the takeaway. I mean, she's got the goods. She can sing really well. You know? <laughs> she can. She's got the goods. She's got the goods, kid. No, the kid who annoyed me the most was the OP kid, the one with the all powers ever kid. Oh, I didn't mind him. He was. I just didn't like. He was constantly complaining all the time. <laughs> and then he was finally bearable at the end when they like did the secret plan. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> so the secret plan. Now, what about the big twist, you guys? 
I liked it until they were like, we saw you were an alien from your drawing. And I was like, oh. Well. Yeah, my note says, oh, wait, she's an idiot. I like the twist because it's like a triple twist. It's like, oh, they're aliens. Oh, no, she's the bad. She's the like, she's the main baddie, like their friend mm-hmm. who can like predict the future. Yeah. Oh, ho, mm-hmm. which means oh, ho. I mm-hmm. in Spanish. Ah, good job. Good job. <laughs> she had the power to like predict the future, but really she was just an alien spy. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's the bad guy. Like that's li- like I don't know. I like them all being together, but then it turns out the aliens are also the good. Like everyone is just in on Everyone's it. It's like guy. a yeah. triple twist. It's just a mm-hmm. prank. Is why I felt like this. But I'm like, yeah. this is just a prank, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't really save anybody else. Like they just kind of passed an exam, kind yeah. of. Yeah, it was the aliens trying to help out civilization, which is cool. And they scared yeah. the whole damn world to do it, too, which I thought okay. was a little demented. <laughs> gotta do it. I mean, they could have all just been in that room the whole time, and it was like the the danger room from X-Men. They just didn't know it. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. It's just a giant oh, simulation. <laughs> I liked that the aliens were like, this was a test to determine how well you, humanity can save itself. Kind of like what I enjoyed from Arrival. Mm. Sorry, Tyler. Why are you sorry? Are you sorry because we can be heroes? You think you think I think we can be heroes is a better movie than Arrival? Well, <laughs> is it true? Uh, no, I mean Arrival is a better movie. I just don't like it as much. I mean, it's not that I don't like it as much as this movie. It's just a weird. That's a weird thing to compare it to. Like, I don't think I'll yeah. watch. I'll probably watch Arrival again at some point in my life. I don't Listen, know if I'll watch this again point. But well, who knows? If you have watching. children down the line, if you're a potential woke future daddy, you might have to show your children this. Arrival? True. No. Yeah, yeah, Arrival. <laughs> show your children Arrival. They'll get it. <laughs> we can be heroes. Which one would you rather show your kids, Tyler? Arrival or E.T.? Ooh. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I guess Arrival, but only if, if I can. Okay, if it's just that, then yeah, Arrival. But ideally, just all the scenes with Forrest Whitaker, because I like Forrest Whitaker a lot. <laughs> what's the rest of this movie like dad this is the movie it's just Forrest Whitaker arriving arriving that's what the arrival is make my own cut of the t- of Taken 3 where every time he arrives at a new scene he's eating something <laughs> oh it's so much fun I love that movie I can't wait till we do Taken that's gonna be great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about uh, the Has Fallen trilogy? Oh, right. Oh, my God. We got to do that, too. Jeez. That's legitimately what that franchise is called. The Has Fallen franchise. <laughs> Olympus Has Fallen. London Has Fallen. Angel Has Fallen. I forget. There's a new one coming out. I forget what it's called, but something has fallen. Oh, boy. There is. Huh? Has fallen. Wasn't it only an... Wasn't it announced, right? Yeah. I think it's called The yeah. Leaves Has Fallen. Leaves Has Fallen. You know, it's funny is I've seen all three of those. <laughs> I've seen the first and third one. You know, I, I will say about these kids, they're prodigies. They learn how to kick ass in like probably under an hour with this three hour time frame. True. They are the children of the greatest superheroes on the planet. Yeah. Or I, I thought at first everyone was like everyone when they were doing backflips and kicks and punches and they'd be like, I couldn't do this before. And then the grandma would be like. Well, that's my superpower. It's like extreme. I can like kind of give off an aura of like extreme learning or something like that. It's, it's very like am I here academia? That'd be sick as hell. I, yeah. Speaking of uh, the grandma, who I I think she's good in this too. Just <laughs> the aliens push in like a bagged person, and she's just like, beating up all the superheroes. 
<laughs> and she's just like this old lady. I, I guess you know I've talked about what, what were you we just talking about recently? Where like an old lady like in we're talking about in the future with um naked gun. <laughs> oh yeah, right. In the future, I talk about old ladies just doing things that like just not expected. I'm not talking about like rapping granny. Okay, I have like my standards, but like I just always think it's funny when like any kind of old person in general. I guess especially like. An old lady with like purple hair is like beating everybody up. That's always funny to me. I don't know why. She had purple hair? No, I'm just, you know, I should have said blue oh. hair. <laughs> well, that was a clever way to hide the stunt double. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You're right about that, Jacob. I wasn't thinking about that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually her the whole time. <laughs> that would be great. Uh during the breakout scene, Wheels shatters a, a man's leg, and I'm 100% sure of it when he runs the man over. <laughs> they all fell well, on pillows, that though, that one scene, uh, which I like a oh, lot, yeah. them climbing all the guards. That's really funny to me. Yeah, that's funny. And then they fall, and then there just happens to be a bunch of pillows. I'm like, where, where did they, where did those pillows come from? They rewound time. They have complete control over time and space in uh, the literal sense. They can't lose. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Like, Rewind and Fast Forward are gods. They are. Mm-hmm. And their parents, apparently. I don't even know what their parents do. What did their parents do? I don't think they can control time. I think we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Or should I say, the werewolf in the room. Or should I say, the shark boy in the room. Da-da-da! Where's Taylor Lautner in this? Oh. He didn't want to come, and they took away his voice. Which I thought was yeah. rather bold, because I would have just had shark boy talk. I looked into this, actually. Oh. Did you look into this, you guys? No. As we the host no of the research. podcast, I probably should have, but I didn't. <laughs> it's okay. As your guest, I'm happy to do all your work. Thank you. So... <laughs> That's usually what happens. Because I was curious. I was like, well, what the heck? Because I was even talking to uh, Connery about this. I was mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't Taylor Lautner come back? He's not, like, doing much. Yeah. And he's, like, doing some TV here and there. But, like, yeah, where's... This would have, like been something cool for him to be in to show up and instead of looking like an idiot in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and so I had looked it up and Robert Rodriguez himself, he was having an interview with somebody and they were like, hey, where was Terry Lautner? And apparently Robert Rodriguez told Taylor he didn't need to be in the movie because the role was so minimal. Uh, but I don't know, it's, it's, from what he was saying, it sounded like bull crap to me. Cause... Yeah, I mean, that's how it kind of feels. It's like the story that they're telling in this movie is all about the kids and like Shark Boy yeah. is just another like father or parent figure in this, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I mean, still, had... I, I, I like those characters a lot, especially mm-hmm. Shark yeah, Boy. Yeah, exactly. He's the center of attention in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, and his acting skills have gotten a little better <laughs> since when he was a kid. Yeah. So he wouldn't have, he would have been nice to see him, but even totally. he was like... Robert had said that, like, uh, he had even called Taylor and, like, had told him, hey, it's a minimal part. He would still have him wear the mask, apparently, which I thought would be dumb. Interesting. And he was saying it wasn't a direct sequel. It was a follow-up, but not really. It wasn't their story. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that Taylor was just so much of a huge star that he thought the part was too minimal for Taylor to be seen in that role or something. That's a cameo. I I get that. but yeah, yeah, it could have been a cameo. Buy it. Also, the, I I feel like I would have preferred if they just wrote it a little bit more. To it's like he intentionally did it that way. He didn't want yes, to deal with it or yeah, something. Exactly. 
he was also a child though when he played Shark Boy. He can grow up into whatever he wanted to grow up into at that point. Like that actor could have had a speaking role. I was really curious how come he didn't talk. Last time we saw Shark Boy, he was ten. He can sound whatever we want him to sound like now. <laughs> exactly. It really would have been easy to have Shark Boy be a little be just as prominent as Lava Girl is in that movie. Yeah, by having two lines instead of mm, none. Yes. I can't and not take needing this. to wear a mask. <laughs> Not need to wear a mask. Yeah, he really yeah. didn't. He should have just, uh, if it was Taylor Lautner again, that would be great. And he'd just have the spiky hair. He'd just have the same hair as he, when he was like eight. <laughs> That'd be great. There's that would a, be funny. There's a moment where I think the ending, when everybody's reunited with their kids and parents, when uh, Guppy goes up to Shark Boy and she does like the punch thing, like she hits him too hard and he goes flying backwards and he runs up and goes, rah, but she just laughs and they hug. I thought that was really cute. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Mm-hmm. I wish it was Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I wish it was Taylor Lautner. We are campaigning. <laughs> Release the Padilla but cut. But it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> or the Lautner cut, I guess it would be. It would be like uh, All the Money in the World, where we just reshoot all the scenes with Taylor Lautner. Oh. <laughs> That's good. First, we just have to cancel the actor who played Shark Boy. Easy. Which is this random stuntman, so... <laughs> this random stuntman. We just had to pry open his life. Jacob, how do you feel about Shooter McGavin as President Neil Anami? <laughs> Look, even backwards it says, I'm an alien. <laughs> I was I so that. mad. <laughs> I liked it. It's just so obvious. And I know it's a kid's movie, but I'm just sitting there like, I'm more mad at myself. How come I didn't see that coming? Like, of course. That's so dumb. And then I felt stupid. You didn't even know. I did laugh, so I guess I liked that. But I liked it because how stupid it was. I don't know. I feel like if we revisited this movie in like a decade, and if one of us had a kid or something, I think somebody Mm. would be much more positive on this. Like, I mean, I'm pretty positive on the movie. It's just like, I just know from like having relatives who have kids that there's a lot of terrible children's entertainment. There's a lot of good entertainment too, but it's just like nice Mm. when there's like a kid's movie that's actually good. It's just that kind of kid's movie that you put on for them while they're playing with their toys or if they're on their tablet looking at their videos or playing their games. They're playing it, and then they want to take like a couple minute break, and then they look at the movie because there's a fight scene, <laughs> and then there's too much talking, and then they go back to whatever their activity is. Yeah, yeah there, I mean, there are some bad shows. I've watched Paw Patrol. Oh, cool. That show almost got canceled this year. <laughs> oh, really? Why was that again? Cops? There was a cop dog? Was that it? Yeah, because police. Right. Mm. Be careful what you say, Clary. You could be writing on Paw Patrol <laughs> any minute now. <laughs> I could be writing on Paw Patrol? <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't you want to? Jacob, wouldn't you want to write on Paw Patrol? I wouldn't mind. I, every one of my episodes I would write would be inspired by really gritty freaking cop movies. <laughs> I'd just write seven and turn it into Paw Patrol. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Paw Patrol. Maybe they've already done this, but you should do like a whole like heat-inspired arc on Paw Patrol. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you do heat and I'll do seven. dog is trying to capture this freaking cat. <laughs> this like cat burglar can i yeah can I, I like that can, can i voice the golden retriever who's like the val kilmer analog <laughs> yes you can so we have all the dogs as the cops and then we can have the what's it called birds and cats and fish on like the other team that'll do too <laughs> there's just a really intense diner scene where they're just talking <laughs> <laughs> everyone's really confused like what <laughs> i really want this now Paw Patrol, yeah. if you're listening, please just do this. 
I don't even yeah. need money. It would just make me happy. <laughs> you never wanted a regular type life? What the heck is that? <laughs> what uh, the heck is that? I live dog, in dog years. <laughs> dog <laughs> treats and uh, barbecues and ball games. Dog treats and walks in the park. Treats <laughs> <laughs> and squirrels. Toilet water. <laughs> which uh, which character in Paw Patrol plays Wayne Grow, Jacob? Oh, no. <laughs> Just a human. <laughs> Just <laughs> a dog. A human Wayne, Wayne Grow's a dog catcher. Uh, but you like Paw Patrol, right? Paw, Paw, Paw Patrol's cute. Jumping. You know, it's, it's fine. As Connery said earlier, we're like grown men watching these movies that are meant strict, that are meant for children. But of course, something to pick up that adults can appreciate, mm-hmm. people our age can appreciate, which is we do find things that we can appreciate. Like I do love seeing big serious actors have a good time. You know, what's funny is Pedro Pascal and Boyd Holbrook, the guy who played Miracle Guy. Mm. They're both in Narcos. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, play, they play DEA agents trying to take down Pablo Escobar and all these drug lords and like trying to save all these hookers from getting decapitated. And now they're in this kid's movie <laughs> being superheroes. So it's just always a good time. Well, that's fun. That's also why I like Robert Rodriguez. He gets all these huge stars to be in these like roles that you never would expect them to be in. Like silly little things like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking while watching this, I'm like, Pedro Pascal probably worked like two days on this movie. Yeah, probably. The way Robert Rodriguez shoots, especially this kind of movie, like seems like really quick. And then also, I don't know, he doesn't, he has less to do in this movie. I don't think he even fights anything. He just gets captured and then sits in a room with all the other heroes for a while. It's the easiest costume ever. (laughs) (laughs) I think all the costumes just looked pretty cool. Like, I don't know. It did. It did. It looks cool. It's just so like, so simple. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anybody else's outfit I really enjoyed. I like Rewind and Fast Forward's dad's outfit. I was like, that's fun. It's like yeah. the red and black one. That one's cool. I like Techno's outfit. He definitely needs a jetpack with better gas mileage on it. Oh, way better. <laughs> I'm running on fumes here. You, this is like the most, this is probably our most depressing episode, and I'm just trying, <laughs> just trying to have fun with this movie, and you're both like, it was bad, we're grown men, and we like didn't like it. Listen, like, I think I was trying to say this earlier, there's like a spectrum of kids movies, there's like, we could be heroes, there's Batman Mask of the Phantasm, <laughs> there's, Arrival. there's stuff in, in between, <laughs> I like it when acapella sings the Chariots of Fire theme song, trying to get Slow Mo to run faster. That's, oh, I that's thought that was in, she was just taunting him. I thought that was the rudest thing anyone could do. <laughs> oh, I thought she was trying to like give him inspiration. <laughs> I did not find that inspiring. I thought it was mean. It was probably one. It was probably both. <laughs> no, I saw it as inspirational because I was getting all. I was like, "Oh, it's Chariots of Fire." This She's is not funny. helping. She's just singing Chariots of Fire. It's not helpful. <laughs> Okay, but tell, tell me, tell me another movie where the kids are actually in charge of things. Uh, um, I mean, I'm uh, sure there are. Jimmy I Neutron. Guess, yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Sure. A movie I like better than this one. <laughs> Let's go back and watch the Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, Neutron movie. Gladly. That'll be our first Patreon episode. <laughs> the Jimmy Neutron episode. Boy genius. How about Recess, the animated movie? Right. Yeah, Recess is good too. How come it's animated movies that get more substance than live action movies? 
I don't know. Let, let's try to think of a live action movie with Tyler's same criteria. Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids, yes. But I don't think they're in charge. Their parents are. I think I'm just realizing this that live action stuff focused on kids, to me, was always difficult to watch because I felt, even when I was little, that's why I never liked Disney Channel because I didn't like all the sitcoms they had. Mm. Yeah. I was always watching the cartoon shows. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I never connected to live action kids stuff. Because it always just felt so cringy to me. Yeah, me too. I think I had enough of kids at school, so I was like, just give me them cartoons, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you can do a bunch of wacky stuff in cartoons that you can't do in real life. Yeah, like a live action show, especially for that budget. So I just always liked that a lot. And but Lily's like the complete opposite, where she just watched like all the all the DComs, (laughs) and like she's not so into animation. I'm like, but there's so much good stuff. But I do feel like animated shows are written better for some reason. Is it because that they're cartoon shows? It's like, oh, it's a cartoon show. So kids will watch it automatically. So they could pretty much write however they want. It's probably also just easier working with like a bunch of voice actors instead of all kids on a show. Yeah. It's just different. You're you're like paying like legitimate actors who have, uh, you know, been around the block a few times more so. And like, oh, this is uh, Jimmy. He's just kind of done acting for the first time we he auditioned and we thought he did pretty good um good luck <laughs> yeah. good luck jacob you should know the yep. differences you have that you're sitting on that paw patrol contract right now yeah <laughs> exactly it's an animated show so i'm gonna be able to like slide in an f word <laughs> <laughs> oh like like that time when Batman says the F word in the Snyder Cut. He just looks at the camera and goes, oh, yeah, fuck. I'll say it a few times, apparently. <laughs> Not much I know about the Snyder Cut yet because it's not out yet. I haven't watched it. But what I do know is that Batman says the F word. Why is he? That's so dumb. I don't think. Oh, man. Like, I don't even know. It's just that doesn't resonate as Batman to me. I never picture Batman saying fuck. Like, it's just I don't. This interpretation of batman does. yeah the only part i like is that somebody dubbed over from batman v superman when batman oh, asks if he bleeds he asks superman if he bleeds but it's just batman going it's <laughs> <laughs> just going do you fuck and then like superman flies away <laughs> and then you batman will. just like patiently and like a little nervously says you will <laughs> did you tell me to show you this jacob it's amazing no, send it to. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll have to find it. Send it to you. I, could have I watched seen it, it like, I watched it like five times. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's the best thing to come out of Batman v Superman. IMO. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's dying. Do you fuck? <laughs> and then he looks a little scared. You will. You will. You will. <laughs> You will. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about we can be heroes? Did you like this better than Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Did you like Shark Boy and Lava Girl better? I liked this more than Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Wow. The acting in Shark Boy and Lava Girl is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Shark Boy and Lava Girl better just because looking at it now, it's just so bizarre, and I like really mm. bizarre weird things. And bringing it back to the witches, which we talked about earlier. Sure. Uh, the last 10 minutes of The Witches are <laughs> really weird, and it involves uh, full spoilers for The Witches, unless, do you want me to save it, Connery? No, you go for it, I man. Don't... 
Well, I don't care. Either. The main kid and the other kids are turned into rats forever. They cannot become children <laughs> again. That sucks. Uh, Octavia, Octavia Spencer adopts them all as her grandkids. She's already the grandmother of the main kid. And uh, she builds like a Rube Goldberg machine for them to ride on. I'm like, all right. I kind of like this. It's pretty fun. Fun. But then there's a whole scene where the main kid who's a rat now is like, oh, we're going to have the perfect life. Like, how much longer do you think you'll live, grandma? And she's like, about <gasps> 10 years. And she, he's like, he's like, how about... <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here, but he's just like, how long do rats live? She's like, about three years. And it's like, what about a human rat? And she's like, oh, at least three times that much. It's like, so 10 years? And then I'm like, what? And then he even addresses it like, oh, I can't wait. We'll both live 10 more years and we'll die together. That is horrifying. (laughs) And then the last scene is like a bookend from the beginning because Chris Rock voices the older rat kid. He's all old now, what? and he incites rebellion in the children to go kill all the witches, and he's a rat, like, showing a, sh- a slide projector. Oh, my God. I, I I gave it on Letterboxd. I gave it, like, four different reviews because the first review I gave it on Letterboxd was four stars. Because <laughs> the movie's pretty, like, whatever until that point. I'm just like, what is happening? Who? Why Why did he come up with this? Like, I know, I know Roald Dahl's weird, too, but, like... Mm. It was yeah, just so strange. Straight from the book? It must have been, yeah. But it was just like, Damn. you gotta watch it. I'm, the way I'm describing it is not nearly mm-hmm. as crazy as if, like, especially if you don't know about it. Mm-hmm. It's Just watch the last ten minutes, Connery. I, I think okay. you'll enjoy it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's I'll why I that. like Sharkboy and Lava Girl because it's just really strange. <laughs> Everything looks really bad, but, like, I like that. Um, it's pretty boring at points. Linus is kind of boring and, like, not so great, but... I, I hated know. that kid the most. You mean minus? Yeah. He's definitely the worst. His acting was like, oh god, stop. <laughs> but I thought the cast, the cast of this, yeah, the acting is much better. Uh, mm-hmm. This is more inspirational in a way. Uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girls is zany fun. I think Epiphany touched on that too, where it's like, yeah. you're not even thinking about the story really at that point in your life. It's just like she's saying, like she likes Cookie Mountain and like all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, this is just yep. everything a kid would want. But uh, this has a lot more substance, so I think they definitely approach different things that are equally important. One's just zany, and this is a little zany, but it has a message, and Mm -hmm. I think it's actually fitting of the David Bowie song. Yes. I think so, too. I agree with you, Tyler. I do like Sharkboy and Love Girl a little better, just just mostly for its surrealist bizarre (laughs) world that it has. What would Salvador Dali think about Sharkboy and Lava Girl? He'd probably love it. <laughs> he probably would, honestly. Mm-hmm. Loved. He would love a filmmaker as being so brave in his expression. <laughs> so I do have. I have a game for us, or more than likely a game for you guys. But uh, I hope this doesn't go as dark as last time. No, 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 no. We're we're going to. <laughs> Jacob famously mentioning uh, when we all created villains for ourselves and me and connery were basically dock workers and jacob was a serial killer psychopath (laughs) who killed the homeless of gotham city (laughs) but this time we're going to segue away from that now when we were all going to the poppy fields we played a game in the car where we would say a movie name an actor from the movie and then have to name a movie that the newly named actor was in and we go from there that's how it worked right guys yes yes um, that's the game, and I think maybe we'll start with uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I'll say Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Which of you wants to go next? Taylor Lautner. Great. Jacob. New Moon. 
uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Pattinson. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Good time. Uh, <laughs> I'll do an easier one. Eclipse. Kristen Stewart. Zathura. Oh, no. Uh, Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> the bread boy himself. Hunger Games. <laughs> Jennifer Lords. Uh, hmm. Mother. Good. Javier Bardem. Yeah, there's only two actors. Well, three. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is in that movie? There's so many people in that movie. The artist formerly known as Grindelwald, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. F. Crap. Oh, See, come this, on. This, no, like, <laughs> because I'm bad at this game. I'm going through the castings. We need a timer for this game. 15, 16, 17. It's going to be a three-hour oh, episode. I'm sorry. 15, Backwards. 14, 13, 12. Uh, who else is that? Who else is 11. that? 11. He's the only character I know from that movie. I, I'm out. I'm out. No, I'm out. I'm out. Uh-oh. Connery's out. Do I name one now? Yes. Yep. Yeah, somebody from Edward Scissorhands. Vincent Price. The Haunted... The House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> I don't know who else is in that. Dang it. <laughs> Jacob Wins. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a haunting. All right, Jacob, you win. You win. <laughs> you guys want to go for another round, or are we done? <laughs> Yeah, because I want to do that dueling thing that me and Tyler were doing on the trip. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's go for round two now that we're warmed up. Okay, you um, go. That you was go a warm up. Okay. It has to be We Can Be Heroes. Okay, We Can Be Heroes. You, Tyler, go. Oh, wait. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> Connor, you have to name one person from We Can Be Heroes. Uh, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. Gal Gadot. Batman versus Superman. Excuse me, is Batman v Superman? Dawn Batman of Justice. <laughs> Sorry. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Who plays Lex Luthor in that again? Uh, you know. <laughs> the P-Jar Man. I'm totally spacing on his... Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, the Social Network. Uh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sideways. Thomas Hayden Church. Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Full circle. Kirsten Dunst. Hmm. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> the Avengers. <laughs> uh, Clark Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred days of summer. Thanks. I just watched that for the first time. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Looper. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Alan Rickman. Uh, Love Actually. <laughs> so I just saw that for the first time. Nice, nice. Um, Bill Nye. <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean Two. <laughs> a dead Man's Chest. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> um, hmm. Who's someone really obscure from Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> I don't know. If this was Star Wars, I'd get this. No problem. Who plays Sauron? <laughs> <laughs> you can't look it up. 
John Harris Davies. And uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hey. Harrison Ford. There you go, Tyler. There's your Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Uh, the Fugitive. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. No Country for Old Men. Can I do Javier Bardem again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Josh no, Brolin. Jeff Brolin? Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin. <laughs> okay, Josh Brolin. Milk. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. I've never even seen that movie. Uh, there's a you don't know who plays around. the milkman? No, I don't know who plays the milkman. I haven't even seen the movie. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. 21 grams. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was either I was like you better not do the gunman Jacob's the only person who's seen the gunman <laughs> but I don't, it's not I, fair I that I'm picking either I'm gonna say mm, I always get mixed up with 8mm which stars Nick Cage but that's not anywhere related um, it's gonna go on a limb and say like Jude Law is Jude Law in that actually let me do another movie because I haven't seen it either wow <laughs> <laughs> we can't okay cheater. Uh, Sean Th- I am Sam <laughs> I don't know Starbucks. I haven't seen that movie either. <laughs> oh my god! Is it like Juliet Lewis in that? Juliet Lewis? No. Or is it Julia Roberts? No. All right, you win. You beat me with <laughs> I am Sam. Look at you. Oh, there you go. Look at you. Say Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> oh, she's also in uh, Mother. Oh yes, she is. And in Batman Returns. And mm-hmm. Ant Man. Let's just name every single movie Michelle Pfeiffer's in. <laughs> What, what, what's that movie called? The What Lies Beneath. Ooh, that's another that's a good one. Yeah, the movie he filmed while they were waiting for Tom Hanks to lose all that weight for Castaway. Ah! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, well, well, yeah, that, that was the game. Thanks for playing. In conclusion, Guppy rules. Uh, mm-hmm. Is anybody yeah, she else does. Any parting words for We Can Be Heroes? Would you recommend this? Wait, did they say we could be? We can be heroes. <laughs> yeah, we can be heroes. We can be heroes, yeah. I would recommend this to a family with a gaggle of five to eight-year-olds. Same. Mm-hmm. A ga- How much is a gaggle? Like six? Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> a gaggle of geese. I guess that would be good because they all would have different powers they could choose from. They could choose from each thing. Mm-hmm. And they could True. fight over which one of them wants one more than the other. Honestly, yeah, yep. watching this movie it did make me think of like the times like you're saying Jacob as a kid like playing games in the in the schoolyard and stuff. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I am not ashamed to say <laughs> me and past and future guest Cameron Decetta used to play imaginary games in elementary school with superheroes yeah. and stuff. And yeah. uh this would be right up my alley if I was like 6 or 8, 6 to 8. Exactly. It'd be fun. So. You're you're like I'm I'm going to be Noodle and you're like cool, I'm going to be uh slow-mo <laughs> yeah no, I, I doubt anybody would want to be slow-mo it'd be funny <laughs> but uh you know used to play superheroes have special powers uh and even reenact the cast of ed ed and eddie <laughs> i feel like i've asked you this question before but which one were you tyler i was ed you were ed <laughs> i picked you more as a double d <laughs> No, yeah, Cameron, it was Cameron. Cameron's Cameron was a philosopher. That makes sense. Totally. That, there it is. Yeah, that's that's right. Who who was Eddie? Uh, our friend Daniel. But we went to different <laughs> junior highs and we slowly grew apart. Oh. And then I saw him at a screening of Pacific Rim, like after ten years. Ah. Like, hey, it's Daniel. Hey, how's it going? Hey, 
What's up, dude? Uh-huh. And then I think he asked if we wanted his popcorn. Uh-huh. And then you said yes. And you took it? I think so. I don't remember. Anyways, I hope he's doing well. Maybe maybe we'll rekindle our friendship and he'll be on the pod again for Pacific Rim. Aww. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, well, there we go. Jacob, do you have anything to plug? Uh, there's one thing, but I'll I'll let you plug it per usual. Uh. <laughs> what about your Instagram, Jacob? Yeah. I have an Instagram. Go ahead and follow me on my Insta at uh, AJ Padster. Letterboxd, AJ Padster. My toy photography uh, page, which I... I need to take, need to update. Uh, <laughs> wide, wide-eyed wanderer. Uh, I even got some new toys too oh. for Christmas. I want to take. I got Darth Vader. Ooh. All three of them. All three. So Vaders? I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I gave my list to multiple people, and I got Darth Vader three times. <laughs> it's people love me that much. That's good. I feel the love. This is not me being sarcastic. Everyone knows how much I love Darth Vader, and I'm glad they got me their version of Darth Vader. I'm just sorry that I need to. I need to give different lists to people, <laughs> but I'm keeping all three because I love their special people who gave me these Darth Vader's. So. You can do like a nice little buddy Vader pick with all three of them with their arms around each other like best friends. <laughs> I have Kylo Ren action figure. Maybe I could do some cool like dream fever dream thing he has. Oh, that'd be yeah. cool. That's already an inspiration right there. Yeah. All right, cool. So <laughs> Wide Eyed Wanderer, my Twitter, AJ Padster. Well, Jacob, expect some Shark Boy and Lava Girl action figures in the mail soon. Aw, <laughs> oh, shoot. Check out Jacob's uh, Instagram to see some pics of that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Tyler Mr. will mail him some boy sunglasses. Maybe, yeah, some 3D glasses <laughs> with uh, Mr. Electric fighting Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> time jumpy one. You got that one from like a time rift. <laughs> Connery, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and Jacob's voice, and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, (laughs) then you might enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing podcast. It is on only SoundCloud or Apple um, podcast app. So unlike this show, we we weren't very good at uh, spreading spreading the love. But eh, maybe when we restart something else, we'll do that. It's still a lot of love, though. Still a lot of love. (laughs) Over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. I put Tyler. this podcast on so many different uh, services that the love is too thin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just add more love then. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> just like Batman and Superman did. Yep. <laughs> I think I might even do a re-listen of our Starfinder podcast. Uh-huh. I did that. I like to revisit the very, the very my season one ending episode a lot because I think that's the one I'm probably most proud of. <laughs> yeah. Got to get those numbers up. Yep. <laughs> True. That's, that's the only reason. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Tiami Vice and follow us at Franchise Pod at Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook, and email us at the Franchise Podcast at gmail.com. Jacob still won't sign us up for spam, so maybe someone else can do it. <laughs> and in conclusion, this movie is good. Uh, watch it. <laughs> But if you don't like to watch kids' movies, then that, that's very fair. But I liked it. <laughs> watch it with your children. Mm-hmm. Or with your little baby siblings. Yes, or that one. If you have little children around the house, put on We Can Be Heroes. I'm sure they'll feel great by the end of it. Just for one day. We can be heroes. Thank you to Nick Viverka for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. And like the great random guard said in this movie... 
Look out, she's got shark strength. <laughs> Excellent work, rewind. Excellent work, rewind. Excellent work, rewind. Excellent work, rewind.